Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Rosehead and another big week in football as Scott Parker has the worst afternoon on the South Coast since Hannah tried to cash in on her Gladiators success and launched her ill-advised drag show, Gladiators, question mark, <laughs> in Portsmouth Christmas 2008 as Liverpool put their woes behind them, putting nine past the cherries before grabbing all three points against Newcastle. But why, oh why, has Mo Salah stopped scoring? Meanwhile, Jesus answers Arsenal's prayers as the Gunners make it five out of five. Could it be Tartar to Tuchel as Chelsea slip up again? And Erling Haaland scores his 10 millionth goal of the season, condemning Nottingham Forest to a 6-0 pumping. There's also Champions League group stage chat, listen to questions, and of course, our Rosehead FPL update. And don't forget to visit anotherslice.com forward slash football for all of our premium content for less than the price of a pint each month. Also... Something that I haven't consulted Hannah and Mike about, but I think <laughs> could be quite a good idea. Apparently, as we've spoken about before, review, reviews are good for the old algorithm, right? We've discussed this before. So, but I want to make reviews fun. So we'd love it if you could review us, but why not review us in the form of a poem? Oh, yeah? <laughs> and our favourite review each week will win a Rose Ed mug. What with a pic- I mean, on the phone what to Ryan poem, Giggs again. Is it, Anything, is, it, is it a haiku? <laughs> Ryan, haiku? Giggs, Ryan Giggs isn't welcome to enter, I will say that now. Haiku, a sonnet. Um, what are some of the other ones? That's, that's all I know. That's all I've got <laughs> as well. That's all I've got me locker. But you'll win a rose-ed mug with a picture of the team member of your choice on. That's, that's for the no, winner. No, prize. Which is worth. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nobody's going to do it, Joe. You can win. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who's going to enter that? Um, you know also our premium content is on another slice yeah don't you think another slice or slice sounds like a euphemism for vagina yeah because people would say like slice and do that wouldn't they at school oh is that not what you did at school honest to god that's so disgusting I was going to say something so different to you Joe. what were you going to say that another slice is the name of the great British Bake Off spin off show and you went (laughs) completely the different way it shows the difference between us. Yes. Yeah. Imagine that yeah. if you're like, oh, another slice. And it's just yeah. a plunge. <laughs> a flamange. Is it a flamange? Blamange? What do you call it? <laughs> a flamange. <laughs> flamange. I like that one. <laughs> you're, you're confusing a blamange and a flan. <laughs> <laughs> That is premium content itself, and I'm mispronouncing things. (laughs) That's why I go for another slice. (laughs) That's my flamange. But, Mike, you know what time it is now? It's time for table time. (laughs) Yes. With Hannah East. Hannah, come on. Yeah, well, I'll I'll do it in a couple of weeks, but let's go through the table. Let's see where we're (laughs) who's moved from last week because we'll talk about fantasy football later. Uh, but let's talk about the actual team. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> Anna. <laughs> what, are you, what are you waiting for? That's why to... she's not hosting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
what are you waiting to see whether the item is a success? Because I don't think it, it I mean, it's me reading out a table. So it's not really got anything to Yeah, it. but it's good though, isn't it? Because it's like a football podcast and so you want to talk about the table. <laughs> Go on, it then. is categorised as a football podcast. What, is, is Hannah not doing it though? I, I thought that's her, it's her segment. No, Hannah, I'll do it in a few on. weeks. I'll just see if it takes off. It was just my, uh, I just, uh, you know, okay. having a brainwave. And I was like, this could be a great segment. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank you for your production help. Um, top with five out of five are Arsenal. Second, Man City. Third, are Spurs. And fourth, flying higher, the Seagulls, Brighton and Hove Albion. Liverpool down in fifth, Leeds sixth, making up the final European spot in seventh place. A Fulham down in eighth, Southampton team they beat the other night Chelsea Brentford in 10th Newcastle United Manchester United Palace West Ham Forest Bournemouth and Everton down to the relegation zone Wolves Villa and bottom of the table Leicester City that's table time oh. with Hannah East thank you very much Hannah Woo, no probs <laughs> there you <laughs> go that is. Um, that'll be five quid please hey <laughs> you had a good week yeah well my kids aren't back at you school yet actually, so to be honest it's <laughs> awful um it's it's like Oh God, like a, they're really lovely kids, but I, I can't wait for them to go back to school on Monday. Do you know, I went to the uniform shop the other day and my little boy who's just turned four, he's got to wear a blazer for school, 60 wow. quid. What? Oh, 60 quid ridiculous. for a blazer. So Andy what was like, we're not bloody paying that. What we'll do is we'll get an old blazer and I'll go on to, do you remember fruit, is it fruit of the loom? You know, the, yeah. um, the <laughs> Andy was like, I'm going to go online. I'm going to buy a blazer for like 15 quid and then we'll stitch the crest onto the, and I'm like, can you imagine if he turned up on his first day at school and we got the wrong shade of blazer? <laughs> It'd be so <laughs> obvious. Fruit of the Loom are the people who, if you used to go on a lad's holiday and you wanted to get some t-shirts printed, yeah. Fruit of the Loom would be Foz number five. <laughs> Krillmanators. <laughs> 69. <laughs> Did you ever wear a t-shirt like that with your name on, Mike, on a lad's holiday? Um, I think we had like, we had, we had like Malia 2000 and not going to give my age away. Um, yeah. Pretty sure we had like pink panther style t-shirts, like pink ones. Um, I can't remember what, what my name was though. It was something, cool something cheeky. Greek. I don't know, bubble and squeak or something, something, <laughs> something racist and stereotypical. I don't know. <laughs> Very in betweeners though, as they always are. It's time. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I can also see out the window into the communal working area. <laughs> and this room's obviously not soundproof because people keep looking at <laughs> Um it's time for things that make you go oh god did he do this when i wasn't here Hannah? Um, yeah and, and the lad will that was on last week we just chatted through it and he was genuinely did like you? does joe do this every oh, week that's right which indicated he, a that he, he didn't win. listen to the podcast and b he felt as uncomfortable as i did was his, oh, was his reaction what was his reaction like did you see it on his face it's like so weird he was genuinely yeah. like I thought he might give it a miss, but he's just got no shame, has he? No, he just oh, carried baby. on. So I'm finished. Right, you're finished. His mum listens to this as well. That's, I know, that's, that's the best so part. weird, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, things that make you go, Mike, what made you go? What did uh, Jao Cancelo, Jao Cancelo's goal um, for, for Man City against... Um, Against Nottingham Forest. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Disgusting. Describe, describe it to us because I've not actually seen the highlights of this game yet. <laughs> um, he picks up from outside the box. and Not allowed to do that. Handball! <laughs> <laughs> and <th> <laughs> hit a three-pointer into the, into the top net. <laughs> um, yeah, he basically just battered it into the top net. Proper Jacques Cancelo style. But yeah, I mean, it could have been... Erling Haaland because he scored what six goals in the last two games could have been could have been so many Man City related things but uh yeah they're scarily good aren't they yeah well Spurs Spurs had a battling two uh two nil win over Forest which he didn't really deserve and City beat them six nil and it could have been more sort of shows you how far to go did you enjoy the Richarlison keepy ups Mike <laughs> you know what like I really don't like Richarlison but Why? I have to admit Why? <sighs> He's just a, t isn't he? He really is. He <laughs> just he's, his whole he's his whole purpose is is to wind people up. Um, and for my money, like I think he's a good player, but he's not on that level where he's so untouchable that you can actually afford to be that that much of a really. Like Diego Costa was one of the best strikers in Europe at, at one point, 
and he was a but he sort of deserved it. Luis Suarez has been a across his career, but he's also been one of the best strikers. Richarlison's just a bit, you know, you know, he's he's all right, but does he really deserve to do all that? I don't know. But yeah, the, the actual like keep uppies, I don't really have a problem with because it's in, it's in the laws of the game. Like you're not you're not cheating or anything. Like you can do it if you, if you want to. It's, his show. I remember Neymar when he was in France. He got yeah. like books for showboating, didn't he? I, I mean, that's a bit harsh. If you can do it, why not? Do you think you would be you'd hate players as much if they didn't get paid as much in football? You know when we're like, oh, he's a <laughs> because you think he gets paid so much money and he's such a dick. But do you reckon if they if they didn't get They're paid as much, you'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 30k, yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite like the fact. Like, I like any sort of housery, and I'm really enjoying new evil Tottenham. I just like <laughs> hair pulling and screaming in opponents' faces and needless keepy-ups, winding up newly promoted teams. I just think, I, lo- I love it. How great is it when you've got a on your team? Though? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Like, if Diego Costa played for us, I'd absolutely love him. But when it's, when it's the opponent, I remember once he we were playing at Stamford Bridge and he got Gabriel sent off. He just was winding him up all game. And I think Gabriel ended up just nutting him. Um, so you got him sent off and I, I vowed to hate Costa but I was like you know what if he was on our team I'd absolutely love it so well it's, it's kind of, of like that's, that Sergio Ramos thing in the Champions League final where pretty much in the first minute he just smashed into Mo Salah as hard as he could dislocated his shoulder and then <laughs> yeah. Liverpool fans afterwards like we're gonna sue him it's assault <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's great like, isn't it <laughs> yeah uh, I mean I mean, winding up <laughs> Liverpool fans is, is quite funny to be fair but um, <laughs> Hannah is anything really really got you going um really, got me really going got, no um really like well i think the i think you know i know Ooh, i, I said that, that, is that a packet of buttons is, <laughs> you know i said i was like oh i think liverpool are gonna stuff united and i was re- I really maybe underestimated um a bit of the injection of passion that they've had um because i do think they're gonna find a bit of form and i think it's like I a think, channel five soft porn film uh, that. injection of passion <laughs> I think at Christmas we're going to be like, oh my god, United they've turned a corner. I think it's it's exciting to see that they didn't lose this week. Can I say that that made me go, mm? what, what Man United not being bottom of the table anymore? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think so. I can say um, that. The team you beat though, poor poor old Bournemouth. Um, they were the ones who faced the revenge of Liverpool. Nine um, nil to Liverpool. Scott Parker sacked. Um, he's the first yeah. Premier League sacking of the season, the 12th quickest in terms of number of days from the start of the season. But seven of the people above him on that list and the three immediately below him have never managed a Premier League club again. Basically, if you get sacked very early in the season, you'll never yeah. manage in the Prem again. Um, I thought he was a bit hard done by Mike. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy because I, I looked on that list and I think, like people like Frank De Boer and Bob Bradley lasted longer in the season than than Parker. I know Bob Bradley. Yeah, I, I know they were new to the job, and Parker's been there for a while. But still, in terms of the actual season, I couldn't believe it because look, he's not a terrible manager. But when you start making them comments about about transfers and basically going against the club and the hierarchy, you're going to get yourself into trouble. Like you can, you know, you can express those views internally, and you can make your you know feelings clear on on the state of the squad because to be honest like with what they've spent compared to the big old um Sovlagi man at, at Nottingham Forest Marinakis with what they've spent I mean that is just outrageous and they probably shouldn't be allowed to spend that much but with Fulham as well they've spent a lot so you look at, at the teams that they're they've come up with they are nowhere near like it's nowhere near enough to be able to survive in the Premier League and Parker was right in saying that you know there's levels between us and Liverpool um, who hadn't even been in form anyway, Liverpool. Mm. Um, and Fulham gave them a really good game. So that's the, that's the difference, really. But don't say that in the media because it's going to pile the pressure on you and the club are going to have an easy out. And they've been yeah. able to get rid of him after, what, four games? Yeah. He gambled, didn't he, basically? He gambled on that galvanising the club into getting him more players, essentially. Or is he maybe thinking, or if not, you can can me and I want out anyway because we're going to go down with about 10 points and minus 50 yeah. goal difference. But he gets a payoff now, so yeah, um, what does I'm he sure get? he's you probably he... come out of it better. It's good. Well, apparently, apparently I read that um, Sean Dyche at Burnley was on quite a lot of money, a lot more than you'd think. 
I think he was on like, oh, I can't remember the exact numbers and this is probably completely wrong, but I guessed it was like under a million, but I think it was about four or five million a year, oh, which hell, is that's... pretty, I, 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 th- I need to double check it, but it was definitely above like like two million. Um, and that's obviously like reported sums, but I mean, Sean Dyche, he's getting that kind of dough. Didn't Joe, that's, was it Joe or you, me. Mike, that said, oh my God, do you think he's like skint now? What if he's got no yeah. money? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's he's blowing his club, nose with he? salmons <laughs> with his £50 notes. Yeah, that's why <laughs> he's out in Nottingham the night after in his little polo yeah. shirt, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sean Dyche. We always talk um, about him, don't we? We love him. Imagine if he became the new Bournemouth manager. Oh, I think he would. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd bloody be bloody great, wouldn't it? (laughs) Um, Liverpool uh, beat Newcastle in the 115th minute of time added on. Uh, 2-1 Liverpool in the end. So they're up to fifth now, but still no goals for Mo Salah. Yeah, but he's had some assists. He got two assists. He did get two assists, but it's not a goal, is it, Hannah? Yeah, but it's still still points on, you know. Fantasy football is uh, skewing your view of what's an assist. I'm pretty sure it just bounced off his shoulder for the second one. No, it didn't. He headed it. I, I wouldn't call that. He didn't. He headed it, he and it came back of... off his shoulder. Okay. Like uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Liverpool as a whole are a bit of a mess, aren't they? Yeah. And uh, they've obviously, you know, lost Sadio Mane, who's been their talisman along with Salah over the last few seasons. Have they replaced him? I don't know. Luis Diaz looks good, but he's not going to sort of replicate that sort of goal scoring form. Darwin Nunes is an idiot and headbutted Anderson and got himself a free game ban. So that obviously didn't help. And then in midfield, like Fabinho has been awful. He's usually a good player. Henderson, I think, was injured uh, against Newcastle. And they've had to play Harvey Elliott, who, to be fair, has been brilliant. But you shouldn't be relying on, on you know, a player of his age to sort of come into the first team and play the first five games of the season. Um, and Salah, yeah, he's just, he's not been on it. But I think it's because he doesn't have the same players like buzzing around him. Yeah. Like Trent's not really been in form either. So he's not got that outlet from the right. Um, so yeah, I mean, Liverpool just really, really in a mess at the moment. And I didn't, I didn't watch the game yesterday cause I was watching the mighty Arsenal, but, um, you know, I heard that Newcastle played quite well and yeah, they, they, they felt quite unlucky, um, to, to sort of come away with nothing. So yeah, Liverpool got some issues and it doesn't at the, at this moment in time, doesn't look like they're bringing any players in. So a bit risky. I felt sorry for Newcastle because all they needed to do was hold out uh, and maintain the score. And then obviously Liverpool scored in the last kick of the match. And they're like, it was at 95th or 96th minute or something. Um, and they just looked absolutely devastated. But interestingly, um, although they're not, Liverpool aren't quite in, they're not in form at the moment. They've got like a few, it just seems like they've got a few issues on the pitch. Um, watching Jurgen Klopp go over to the Liverpool fans at the end of the match, it was like that he couldn't help but just like, I was a bit captivated by watching him because he was so passionate like you know when you think oh if you if you had to have or if you could choose another manager for your team who would it be and with to see how much passion Klopp has got for Liverpool he was just like it was amazing to watch him he's just an amazing manager I think but, but actually speaking of Klopp and handshakes did you see him um at 9-0 against Bournemouth where he went over to Scott Parker and like shook his hand in what was meant to be kind of like yeah. a bit of camaraderie, kind of like, hey, don't worry, I've been there too, kind of thing. <laughs> like that. But it was, oh, like, honestly, like, just not not enough, is it? Like, <laughs> that's like, you yeah. don't need that. That's a bit like Ryan Giggs shaking his brother's hand after and being like, <laughs> it's like, that's, that's not going to, it's not going to cut it, is it? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I'd just not chat to you. Um, what? I'm allowed to say that. There's no legal no, involved I, I in that. I just saw what saw what Hannah did. I think you missed Sorry, that, Joe. Yeah. Do you want to do that again, Hannah? What did you do, Hannah? <laughs> 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 How's the wife? So mature. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that actually happened. Like how I don't know any of like that's like Jeremy Kyle, isn't it? Hello. Oh, yeah. Dear. Yeah. How um, did, how did we just go there so quickly? Well, you mentioned FPL a few moments ago, so it's time for what is rapidly becoming our most popular segment. Oh. Let me see your fantasy <laughs> team. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, my ears are bleeding for the second time. Today. <laughs> yeah, second time today. It's the Rose Ed FPL special. Let's have a quick rundown of our, our table is growing week by week, you know. Uh, hey. In 23rd place, What a Good Edison, managed by Rachel Jones. Jess Jones in a game of stones, second bottom. Um, <laughs> Liam's Legends, managed by Liam Jones, a 21st. Rapid Voxel, Alex Irons, a 20th. Rob Challoner with Big Bobby C, 19th. Now then, Vardy Boom, managed by yours truly, down into 18th. Stranger Mings, George Odling, 17th. The Hazers Time, Jake Hammond, a 16th. Bellas Boozhounds, Chris Lewis, 15th. Hazers Walks, Daniel Billinghurst, 14th. A lot of Arsenal fans in this, aren't they? Um, should have specified, not welcome. Um, the Angel Gabriels, Angel Gabriel, Angel Gabriels, I guess that is. Angel Gabriel, say? Joe. Angel Gabriel. No, but Gabriel, it's probably Gabrielle, isn't it? That pretty means. Yeah, I don't Juan know. Juan Pablo yeah. Orgel. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the Angel Gabriels, Will Cusack, a 13th. Richarlie Heisen, uh, managed by Charlie Hyer, 12th. Mike. Yeah, Mike Stavros, static in 11th. Nothing Rubbish. to lose. Uh, Cucarella Deville, Nathan Tansley, 10th. Bunsen's Betty's a 9th. East 11, Hag and East. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. What is that? So, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so 90s as well oh, yeah but he's God. beating you two he is uh, Green and White Army Green and White Army Alan Sinclair their seventh Seal Valadolid Harry Seal a sixth West Midlands Village a fifth uh, the Creelmanators down to fourth Tumble. oh Hannah bad uh, week for you so not Captain um, Hart sorry I'll let you go <laughs> hang on let me finish this yeah. yeah. yeah, rude <laughs> um, I hear about your FBL team Aribo uh, Tangfastics <laughs> Steve Forbes the third we've got a brand new entry into the league and what an entry it is Graham Forrest and his team Bad Grandad in second and still yeah. top the Pookie Blinders managed by Matt Carlton yeah see you know what you know with this second place guy like cheers for joining but he's just like waltzed into the league like five <laughs> games in and gone into second I'm a bit you know like imagine bloody Real Madrid's Try, like joined the Premier League and went straight into second place. It's not really fair, is it? Well, there you go, Graham. That's it. You are the Real Madrid of the Rose Ed <laughs> uh, <laughs> FPL. Hannah, down to out. fourth. What happened? Well, um, I didn't captain Haaland last week, which was a massive error. Um, and I thought I'm going to, I was going to take Salah out my team. I, got, I think I got 20 points from him this week. Um, but I thought I'm just going to persevere with Salah because... You know, I was kept saying the other week not to chase the points, but I sacrificed four points. And I, um, yeah, did my team as a whole just was pretty at a bad week. So really disappointed. Yeah, I was, same. I was, you know, I was fucking same. livid. <laughs> I was so annoyed because now I'm a point. I don't like, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about you, but like fantasy Premier League just like takes over my life in the sense yeah. that I was really like, obviously I'd never be that happy about Man City winning 6-0. Um, yeah. But because Haaland scored a hat-trick and I didn't, uh, captain him I couldn't enjoy it at all yeah, I couldn't even yeah. say like oh he's got a hat trick you know well done he's doing so well and it's great to see I was just like f*** him man f*** like he bloody scored a hat trick and he wasn't my captain <laughs> you try and look really through the differentials don't you and you think right everybody's yeah. going to captain him so if I don't captain yeah. him I'm going to stick with Salah and then it's yeah. like oh f*** I thought he'd get rotated. That's that's yeah. why I didn't captain him. Well, that's a problem with that's Man City what Pep players. Said. Exactly. It's like Pep just rotates the players that you think he would never rotate. So you're like, you buy them, put them in, and you might have two or three City players. And then sometimes only one of them will play half a match. And you're like, oh, that's yeah. such a waste of money. And yeah, so I, I'm always fairly cautious with um, Man City players in my team. But Joe's loving this segment, by the way. <laughs> well, no, but I was just going to say, I'm just looking at your teams, both of you. And you've both, obviously, as you say, yeah. both got Haaland. I mean, my concern, like, so uh, Hannah, it's interesting you mentioned differentials. And I thought, well, everybody's going to have Haaland. Yeah. So mm. I'll pick up points by not having Haaland. <laughs> so I've decided to not have him for the whole season. And that's why you're at the bottom. But is that a mistake? Like, if somebody scores loads of goals, you should just go hell for leather to get them? Well, not necessarily. It's... Um... I don't know what I'm asking you to, but... Well, I think if you're going to... Should be getting old bad most, granddad. Most the pe- I know, yeah. Most people <laughs> no have way. Haaland in their team, don't they? And will keep him in the team until he gets injured or yeah. there's an issue or if he's, he just loses his form. But he's, he's looking like he's going to be a star of the season. I know we're only like a few weeks in, really, but um, he's definitely one to have in your team. And I feel like next week I should just frigging captain him uh, just because everybody just, else uh, is. Yeah, I'm just looking at Matt Carlton's team. He's got a good team, you know. Yeah, he has, hasn't he's, he? He's sort of like gone against the grain. Like there's no Salah. Yeah. He's got um, Mitrovic in there. He's yeah. Kulisevsky, Sterling. Like, you know what? Matt Carlton, fair play, mate. 
Because Sterling's a bit Smashing hit and miss, it. isn't he, week by week? Yeah, but you know, balls to the wall, and that, that's what gets you gets you at the top. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean in that context? Hannah's like, Sterling's a bit hit and miss. Yeah, you know, balls to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's made up, mate. Um, to be fair, though, one I would like to give a shout out to Andy East, who's got the most this game week, 85 yeah. points. Oh, yeah. who cares? <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Oh, he'll be buzzing. Uh, well He's done, never Andy. listened to the podcast. He never will. Um, uh, he won't. I, I, I'll I don't tell him. think he can say whatever you phone. want. So he gets annoyed with the podcast because he's had to look after our kids while we film it. So that's why he hates it. <laughs> this is what I say to Andy and he'll relate. Well done, mate. <laughs> well done. Well done, Andy. Oh, one thumbs up. <laughs> Um, so we got Hannah's top tip last week, Mike. Um, don't go chasing the points. Have you got any? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm past glory. It's not not your current shame. But have you got any yeah. tips for FPL? Yeah, just um, I would say just go with the obvious captain choice because I went with Jesus trying to feel like, oh, you know, Harnan might get benched and Salah's out on yeah. form. But just go with the obvious ones because like literally everyone's got them. Most of them will have them captain. So just basically just captain Harland every week. I think that would be my advice. Because yeah. even if he comes on for 10 minutes, he'll probably get a hat-trick anyway because he scored a first half hat-trick and a second half hat-trick in like within a like half an hour. So just captain him. Well, there you go. Just there you go. captain Harland. That yeah. is Mike's advice. <laughs> right. Chelsea have lost at least two of their opening five games to a Premier League campaign for just the second time in 27 seasons. After losing three of their first five in 2015-16, where they eventually finished... 10th, Mike, is Thomas Tuchel in trouble? Not yet, but if they don't, you know, start to turn things around, I think he could be, you know, he they have had troubles of injuries, but at the end of the day, you know, I think Thomas Tuchel's mostly upset of his midfield options, but, you know, they knew about N'Golo Kante's injury record and they didn't bring in a midfielder. Um, they've got Conor Gallagher, who for me is playing out of position. He played in the midfield three at Palace and was unbelievable but now he's got more defensive responsibilities he got sent off the other day yeah. which obviously shows that he's not quite at that level um to play in that sort of team and system and Matteo Kovacic as well injury issues so it's like I think they upgraded the team in the wrong areas they've got loads of wingers like absolutely loads we've got wingers coming out of their ears but they signed Raheem Sterling it, it doesn't make sense they let Lukaku go didn't bring in a number nine so yeah I, I don't know this transfer strat strategy I don't understand Todd Bowley there's lots of question marks around him, to be honest with you. And are you surprised to see Chelsea struggling a little bit? Well, yeah, because they, they always have a bit of hype as a team, don't they? And a bit of, um, at the start of the season, they're always the the ones that are going to be predicted probably in the top four. Um, mm. But is it is it um, a performance thing or is it an attitude thing? Because at the start of the season, I, I feel there's, there's always those couple of teams where they, they have like... That um, I'm going to say a bit of level of arrogance where they just presume that they're going to perform well, but you've got like hungry teams coming through, like newly relegated teams or teams that were towards the bottom of the table um, that are wanting to fight to make their way up because every point counts, doesn't it? And it's like they've just maybe taken their foot off the gas a little bit and I'm not sure that the manager's maybe in the best headspace at the moment. Um, so I don't think that's helping. Yeah, well, I get that impression that kind of, like Mike says, Tuchel wants... Diff, well not more signings necessarily but different signings Chelsea have spent the most in this transfer window it's worth pointing out but I don't really know what they're about Mike because obviously won the Champions League 18 months ago yeah glorious start for Tuchel but I don't know what their style of play is I don't know what their ambitions are this season because they probably don't look quite good enough to win the league they seem in a little bit of no man's land yeah it's strange because they won the Champions League playing a specific style with defensive football they play Three at the back or five at the back, um, basically five because they've got the two wing backs who are, who are full backs by trade. Um, and that got them to the Champions League and that was great. But I feel like for a club of Chelsea's size and, you know, their their sort of stature, you can't just, you know, get through playing defensive football. Then that's the common time where your football has to evolve and be a bit more attractive. Um, you know, and it's it's more consistent results as well. Like to, to break down the smaller teams, you can't really play that defensive style. Um, so I think there's been a sort of want for a revolution at, at Chelsea, but they don't quite have the players to match that. And also, I think they've had a real issue with getting players out that don't want to be there because I think uh, Tuchel was speaking about that. And I think he said something along the lines of, you know, there's there's players on the bench who kind of 
don't want to be here and kind of want to go. Like Marcus Alonso, mm. he, you know, was in the squad to start the season, but is clearly not wanted to be here. As Piliqueta flirted with Barcelona, didn't end up going in the end. But was that because they didn't want him or, you know, we do, but there's so many question marks over players. Players mm. unhappy as well. I think like Christian Pulisic's dad, like keeps making comments on social media about uh, Pulisic not, not playing. And that's not helpful at all. So I think mm. all around, there's just a bad vibe around the club. And I feel like... Um, he, Tuchel's sort of flitting between the defensive style that he knows that's successful and a more attacking sort of system where they play four at the back. And he's sort of, as you say, getting stuck in no man's land a bit. Yeah. It, he's not really sure what where he wants to go, what he wants to do. And I don't think the signings are marrying up with the direction that he wants to take the club at and all. Maybe he's just kind of experimenting at the start of the season just to see what might work and like flirting with what, what could potentially be a good format yeah. for the team um, which is fine if you're going to do that at the start of the season but I think the expectation and the style of play that they've had in the past it's been successful it's a bit more of a surprise to see them playing this way mm. well also we don't really know what to expect at the moment because mm. the Abramovich hire a manager get a bit of success things go ever so slightly wrong bin them after two seasons that model is presumably out the door under a new owner so I think Chelsea and their fans are maybe for the first, I mean, obviously horrible, evil oligarch owner has gone, but they now don't know what to expect from their club. Um, right. Champions League. The draw was last week. It took ever such a long time. I was watching the, not even, I wasn't even watching the live stream. I was watching the live um, text updates on the Guardian's website. So it was very, it was like CFAX. It was like, do you remember that in the old yeah. days where it was just like, what's the Spurs score? It's like, you go, wait, okay, it's on page 68. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> do you want a cup of tea? Oh, yeah, I have a cup of tea. You got any biscuits? Yeah. Oh, bloody hell, page 69. I missed it. Paul, there's an holiday coming on. Uh, to Benny's arm, 232 quid. You can save 100 pounds. Book it now. Ring the number on teletext. <laughs> oh, well done. I missed the date. So someone else going to get that now. <laughs> Sheila next door, aren't she? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's have a look at these Champions League groups. Group A, Ajax, Liverpool, Napoli, Rangers. Group B, Porto, Atletico Madrid, Bayer Leverkusen, and Bruges. Group C, the group of death, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Internationale, or Inter Milan, uh, Victoria Pilsen. Group D, lovely group this, Eintracht, Frankfurt, Spurs, Sporting, and Marseille. Group E, Milan, Chelsea, Salzburg, and Dinamo. Group F, Real Madrid, RB Leipzig, Shakhtar, and Celtic. Group G, Man City, Sevilla, Borussia Dortmund, and Copenhagen. And Group H, PSG, Juventus, Benfica and Maccabi High. I'm just looking, I can't see what group United or Yeah, Arsenal so I don't give a sh- I can't see. Do the segment yourself. To be any, <laughs> no, Arsenal, oh. Manchester, it must be a typo. Um, right, uh, Mike, which uh, which English team thinks is going to be happiest with their draw? Oh, um, I don't know. <sighs> Liverpool, probably. I mean, it always turns out that they get an easy draw, don't they? What, Liv- I know I've just read them all out. I'm just trying to look who's in Liverpool's group. That's <laughs> <laughs> because you were speaking like this when you were doing other team names. <laughs> and you weren't concentrating, Joe, were you? Liverpool. Real Madrid. What I was actually asking you to say there, Mike, was Spurs yeah. have got a really nice draw and we'll go through top of their group. Yeah, I mean, did you did you want did you want any of the big boys? Or are you happy with your group? Well, no, because we'll play them in the last stages. But it's yeah. just nice to um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just nice to, <laughs> to obviously have a nice easy group from going through. Cut to bottom of the group minus eighteen goal difference. Um, <laughs> right, we're gonna move on from this in a set. Who's gonna win the whole thing, Mike? <sighs> That's really tough. I think <sighs> it's got to be Man City's year, isn't it? It has to be. Every you know, year is Man City's year. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they'll win it, but I think they're the best team in it. Mm. Like, because you, you look at the other sort of European giants, Barcelona have you know been absolute mavericks with their signings, but I don't think it's going to quite quite happen for them just yet. You look at Real Madrid. I, to, to be fair, Real Madrid probably are going to be up there again because they they win it every year. And to be fair, the signings they've made are really good signings, really smart. Like their midfield now. They've they've sort of managed to replace Cruz and Modric and Casemiro with you know Chuameni, Camavinga, players like that. Like they, they are really top quality players. Um, and even even you know they didn't get Mbappe, but they still look strong. So I would say between City and Madrid for me. Hannah, do you think it's City's year? 
Uh, I'm only laughing because throughout the summer, um, we had cleaners that cleaned um, various houses in Loughborough and like to manage the cleaners. And one of the cleaners was called Mbappe. And every time you go into the office, I'd be like, Mbappe. And he thought, I just, it's just really silly. And every time people say Mbappe, I just think is of that, him. Is that a Geordie accent? Yeah. Are we Mbappe? Come in a clean house and that. Are we a pet? Was he a football fan or did he just think you were being culturally? He was a United fan, actually. Oh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. Um, um, so, do you, do you think it's City's year? Um, well, they've got all the uh, all the attributes for it to be their year, but City sometimes bottle it towards the end of the season, don't they? So, it just depends. Mm. It just depends. I don't know. I wouldn't predict it. I think it's going to be Bayern Munich. So, there you go. You said um, you said that last year, Joe, didn't you? Yeah, but yeah, you say Bayern Munich every year. It sound like a bit of a differential, but not really. Yeah, not really. <laughs> the hipster's choice, big, giant, evil by Munich. Um, Erling Haaland has scored nine goals in his first five Premier League appearances, a new record in the competition. He scored nine Premier League goals with just 105 touches. That's one goal for every 12 times he touches the ball. Wow. Mike, does it matter how much you touch the ball? Everyone had a go at Romelu Lukaku for never touching the ball, but it's overrated. <laughs> Uh, clearly no but it's just being in the right place <laughs> no, at the right no, time <laughs> no and one yeah but the thing about Lukaku is that he was well firstly they didn't create enough chances for him but secondly he would just never seem to be in in the right spot which is what obviously Harlan does well he's just got you know great positional sense but what I'm most impressed with is that he's changed his game a lot because at Dortmund he was a sort of player who played uh on the shoulder of the last defender and I know Bundesliga teams often play a high line, but, you know, a lot of the time he was just running in behind and, mm. you know, battering uh, defenders. But he's changed a lot. He's had to, you know, adapt. And I didn't think he would adapt this quickly because, you know, the, the Premier League's a lot quicker. You get, obviously, you get a lot less touches and the touches that you have, they have to count. And in the um, charity shield, what's it called these days? Community shield. Community shield. Um, he did look a bit... Um, not ropey, but he looked like he was still getting up to speed. Hadn't really had many training sessions, but it's just incredible how quickly he's sort of adapted. I mean, it does help when you get things put onto a plate, but you've got to be in the right spot to score, don't you? So he's so just, like, he's just ridiculous. It's kind of, it's kind of disgusting how little they paid for him as well. I think 51 million. And you look at the, some of the deals that, that Chelsea and United have done. I mean, 85 million for Anthony, um, 80 million or 70 million for Wesley Fofana and you think you could get Haaland for 50. It's just unreal. Yeah. Spurs spent 50 million on Richarlison. And I wouldn't 60, say... I think. Yeah, I would, well, I wouldn't say those two players are as good as each other or Richarlison no. is 15% better. Um, it's mad. Hannah, do you want to do some letters? You've had some letters in, yeah. some correspondence. <laughs> some letters. Some people have been in touch. <laughs> okay. Um, at Waterproof Hair on Insta yeah. has been in touch. Um, and he's talking about education. Yeah. So Hannah, do you want to quickly remind us what education is? So education is when you're at school and um, people, and this is obviously just where I grew up and it didn't happen anywhere else around the country or anywhere in the world, is um, people, older kids would educate you, which means they just literally run up to you and they go, education, education, then they chuck you into a hedge. And then you'd like usually the best one is where there's like um, a little small like picket fence and then a hedge because if they push you through that you can't stand back up again because your legs get caught on the <laughs> and then they run off or they just walk away and pretend it didn't happen. And everyone's like, "Way!" That's do a hedge not do that in 2022, kids. Because <laughs> no, <laughs> that is you are getting cancelled. Crack your shins, yeah. Um, so waterproof hair on Instagram. Thank you very yeah. much for getting in touch. Says. They're even educated. No, hang on a sec. How do Northern, how do people from York, bloody Yorkshire talk like that, don't they? That's how he's going to talk. They're even education wars, which were like the Royal Rumble, but instead of being thrown out at ring, you got launched into a hedge. Usually took place before music while waiting outside music block. Nothing better than education war before heading inside to play Wonderwall on the Glockenspiel. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> That's Alan Sinclair, and I was in fo uh, form with him at school. He's a right ledge. That also, yeah. do you know this person? Yes, he's got like Afro hair. He's so cool. But so, <laughs> is this a Northern thing, a Yorkshire thing, or specific to your school? Education. Mm. Well, I thought everybody did it, but I don't. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just North Allerton thing. <laughs> okay. What was the chant? Education, education. 
<laughs> and then push so you weird. in. Yeah, it's so Honestly, weird because my little boy's watching so through the weird. window. <laughs> I just going, education. It's like, hiya. The more I hear about North Allerton, the more it sounds like the Wicker Man. Um, <laughs> right, Mike Rory says, who's won the transfer window? Ooh. Hang on, that's hang on a, we can't do this, actually. That's a toughie. Because it's time for... Oh, no. Hold on, Mike. Transfer tidbits. Oh, f- No, you can't make the noise like that. <laughs> Tasty. That's premium. Yes, content. sorry, Mike. Who's won the transfer window? <laughs> um, not United. Definitely not. Um, I will say, and it's quite boring, but I'll say Man City just based on my previous point about Haaland because I think people were looking at them saying, "Why are you letting Jesus go?" You know, um, Zinchenko and Sterling, and they've actually signed like, unbelievable players like Julian Alvarez. Um, hadn't started a game until until against uh, Nottingham Forest and he scored twice. So, you know, a player like that, no one really backed an eyelid when they signed him, but he's come in and, and been unbelievable. Uh, they kept Bernardo Silva, crucially, because I think he's a really key player. Um, and their squad is so good that they can bench Kevin De Bruyne and still win comfortably and then bring him off, bring him on, sorry, for Haaland and just batter team. So it's got to be Man City. Um, I think the weirdest transfer window, I know that wasn't a question, but it's Nottingham Forest. 18 they signed, players. It's mad. It's absolutely mad. They signed a left back, a left wing back from Atletico Madrid. Yeah, Lodi. Who's going from Atletico Madrid to <laughs> Nottingham? <laughs> bloody hell. Can you imagine? Madrid to bloody Nottingham. I what saw um, he's gonna get. a shot of him in the stands, actually. I think it was against Spurs. And he was at the city ground and he was looking around just like, what is? <laughs> on the phone to his agent, like, you... I've been yeah. out. <laughs> like, oh, I've been absolutely out. I was in Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Arsenal or Spurs, who's the real deal? I'll tell you. Since his debut in February of this year, Dalen Kulusevski... I'll try again. Dalen Kulusevski <laughs> has provided more assists in the Premier League than any other player. Harry Kane has scored 200 league goals in his career. Since the start of March, Tottenham have picked up more points in the Premier League than any other team. Meanwhile, Gabriel has been directly involved in six goals in his first five Premier League appearances for Arsenal. I mean, that is quite Yeah, nice. both, both North London club's quite good joe so yeah, you know we don't we don't even have to well we're gonna argue on soon in the season but right now i mean let's just enjoy it while it lasts right are you looking ahead to that game on the first is that yes i mean we've got we've got obviously united at the weekend which uh you know it should really be a win but there's some dodgy thing that happens to us uh, when we play united at old trafford that um I'm, I'm just worried about so i don't know but yeah i mean th- this will be a real test i know Obviously, people have been sort of laughing at us because we're getting quite excited. Richard Keyes was having a go at Arsenal celebrating uh, their win over Fulham. I think it was. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about him, but he's an absolute. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but yeah. Um, I don't think we're over celebrating. I think we're just happy because we're seeing uh, a bit of a difference between last season. Because I think when we came back, one against Fulham, we hadn't um, come from behind to win. In if a goal was conceded in the second half since 2013. So that obviously shows a bit of a mentality change. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm just enjoying it. I'm not going over the top. We're not saying we're going to challenge for the title. I'll be happy with top four. I've said that at the beginning. Carry, carry that on now. But you know, you, who, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I'm just enjoying the ride. And for the first time in a long time, both North London clubs have bought well, which is traditionally yeah. not yeah. been a strength. Oh my God, listen years. to you yeah, too. But, yeah, I know. What's this going on? Weird. As soon as it's North London Derby, I'm going to be sending Joe texts. Why don't we like, just hold yeah, hands yeah. and enjoy it? We've both made some great signings. Well, I wanted to ask you, Joe, actually, because this has been really, this has been baffling me. Why are your new signings not really starting apart from Perisic? So I think with when it comes to the front three, that front three was so good in the second half of last season, Son, Kane and Kulisevsky, that you can't really break it up. And obviously Son finished joint top goal scorer in the Premier League. So to put Richarlison in feels like a bit of a, slight on Sonny that being said he's been in pretty rotten form so far this season and when Richarlis has come on he's looked really really good um came on against West Ham as well I'm really live in the game up nearly created a goal for Harry Kane um I think the one that really yeah Perisic obviously playing left wing back fantastic massive upgrade from Ryan Sessegnon as far as I'm concerned the one that baffles me is the fact that Emerson Royale is still in the team so he's in the team playing right wing back he's so unbelievably limited like when you watch Spurs play 
the play always breaks down when the ball goes to him because he doesn't cross it first time. He miscontrols it or decides to play it backwards because he's not confident enough to build the attack with the rest of those players. I think that should be Jed Spence. That being said, the kind of rumours coming out of the club were that Jed Spence was a club signing, not a Conte signing. So maybe he's waiting to see. I think he said as much, Conte, didn't he? Yeah. He said as much. Well, exactly. Um, And at the moment, we're kind of still getting by doing quite well. Um, 11 points from the first five games. But we're really waiting for Christian Romero to come back and pull somebody else's hair. Um, (laughs) Hannah, who's better, Arsenal or Spurs? Oh, I'm not answering that question. Hannah. Oh, come on, Hannah. Hannah. Well, you were... You were kissing our asses all of last season, so I was. You know, if you were, if you're like, loving Arsenal the then, season. yeah, if you're loving Arsenal then, you have to love Arsenal now. Surely, <laughs> remember who edits this and can make you sound really good or so, really. So awful. I think that Spurs are doing really well, and do you know what? So are Arsenal, and I'm proud of you both. Oh. There you go, politician. Sorry, while well, I just wedge my ass cheeks on the middle of the fence. <laughs> Um, Right, it's time for any other business. Police have released a wanted appeal with a difference as one of the thieves has not shown his face in the CCTV footage. (laughs) Instead, officers are hoping he might be identified by a different aspect of his appearance. They shared footage of two men stealing tools from a van as part of a spate of similar incidents in Coventry. One of them gets to work stealing the items from a vehicle after smashing the window. The other decides to moony witnesses from his getaway car. Oh, my God. So what I want to know is, Hannah, would you recognise someone by their bottom? Um, well, maybe. <laughs> would yeah. you recognise your own bum in a lineup? I'm not sure I'd recognise mine. I think I'd be really disappointed if I saw my ass on a lineup. <laughs> I'd be <laughs> like, oh. If it was you in five similar bums, I don't know if I could pick my bum out. No, I don't think I could. Could you, Mike? <laughs> what, pick my bum out? <laughs> Mike, Mike would know my bum anywhere. He could pick your bum Ooh. out with his nail. Oh, oh, bloody hell. I mean, Joe's Joe's would have like not hair in sight, so it probably would be quite easy, right? No, you say that actually. I because I moved house quite recently, I've not been able to find my trimmers. Oh, so it's um, yeah, honestly, oh, it's like it's like it's like Gandalf's beard down there at the moment. So, actually, it reminds me, I need to take a double A battery home today and. Oh, so you don't you don't like get a Brazilian then, or the male Brazilian? No, 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 no. I would never do a back sack and crack. Do you, mate? No. Do you get your? No, absolutely, no, absolutely not, no. Yeah, but Joe, don't you like? um, I remember there was this guy in in Love Island, Anton, and his (laughs) he basically let out on TV that his mum shaves his ass. Oh, and um, (laughs) well, I'm guessing all of it, right? I mean, if you're gonna if you're going to do it, might as well do it sort of thing. And then, um, oh. cause she's like, probably, you know, seen a son on TV and thinks she can make a few good. She, she made a song out of it. Shaving his ass with my clips. Shaving <laughs> <laughs> his balls with my teeth. Sorry. Oh. God, that that's not something I've ever signed up for as a, a mum. I would never shave my son's ass. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't let my mum shave my bum. But I was no. asking about cheek or hole because there's something quite cute about a furry little bottom. Like it's like a little goat's, like a little Mr. Tumnus sort of leg. Oh, but, there we go. But hole is worse, isn't it? Like if I saw a hairy bottom, I'd laugh. If I saw a hairy bottom hole, I wouldn't laugh. Yeah, that would be f- oh, disgusting. Yeah, it's not it's not the nicest sight in the world, is it? Um, have you ever moonied anyone, Mike? Um, I probably <laughs> did when I was at school. Yeah, I'm I'm sh- I'm sure I did. Do you know sure you do out the back of the coach on school trips? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I always used to swear at like lorry drivers. Just so, so unnecessary. I was so, such a horrible little kid. They've done nothing wrong. Imagine now if you're driving somewhere and you see a little kid do that to you. I'd literally look at him and be like. It, it literally yeah. would as well. But that would be yeah. me. Get out of the car. Yeah. Pull over. Have you Get on the hard shoulder. Anna. Yes, I moonied at my mum once when her friends came round. So, um, do you remember the, the do you remember the, the classic TV program Heartbeat? Of course, Heartbeat. So, why yeah. do you miss? So, so that came on, and you know where it goes. So I don't know why I did this, but I think my brother dared me to. So my mum's having wine with her friends, like six or seven of her friends at the house. 
I came downstairs and heartbeat finished and it was like, da, 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 da. and I literally walked into the living room, stood on the rug in the middle of the room and just pulled my pants down. And I was like, da, 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 like mooning at my mum. And next thing I just felt this <laughs> across my ass. How old were you? Uh, uh. About 16. No, um, I, was a, <laughs> no I, was a, I was about seven. I was going to say. I think about seven years old. Weirdly, we used to have oh. this um, a Chinese rug, we called it, in the living room. And it had like um, fur, like around the edges of it and my mum and dad used to get the hairbrush that we would use to brush our own hair and when friends were coming around to our house mum used to be like quick brush the rug so I'd have to get this hairbrush and brush like <laughs> so the living room was like really clean and tidy and we brushed the fringe of the rug it was so weird but that's the rug that was my stage that I stood on and yeah, I, but I used so- to brush the rug and then brush your not your rug uh, your hair <laughs> You're... <laughs> Come to bed, Andy. It's not free. <laughs> no, not down there, babes. Oh, oh. <laughs> so unintentional. So, um, so weird. Yeah, I just wonder if any. Do, do your family have anything like that? We used to brush your rug and then brush your own hair with the same brush. No. Strangely, no. No. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's got that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, as always, Hannah, you've you've killed the show for another week. Yeah. <laughs> let's, um, let's leave it there. Remember, you can get in touch. Rosehead Pod on Instagram, Rosehead Football Pod on Twitter, uh, Rosehead Footy Podcast at gmail.com if you like a little email from time to time. <laughs> um, if you want to have the same experience as Waterproof Hair had and have your letter read out on Rosehead, then there you go. That's I think, was it not just do. an email? You didn't actually write a letter. No, you didn't. No, Hannah, you've got a letter. <laughs> Uh, it wouldn't surprise me um yeah but also check it join our fantasy league leave us a review in the form of a poem if you want to win a mug with mike's face on all that stuff um yeah look thank you very much hannah (laughs) yeah thanks (laughs) Uh, thanks mike cheers see you next time bye sports social podcast network Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.